What's up, guys? My name is TJ, and I don't know what the fuck is going on in Franklin, Tennessee. And my name is Tanner, and today I'm drinking vodka. <laughs> and we are Views from the 615. Welcome Ooh. to another episode of us yes, we're during, here. during this pandemic. I mean, it, it's, it's like the never-ending story. Is it really a pandemic? I don't know. I really don't because here's the thing. According to Franklin, Tennessee, it is it's not. not because shit is opening up left and right. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get into that later. Correct. Yeah. Um. You know, like during all of this, I've just learned that if I take it a day at a time, it smooths itself out. There so you go. I find myself ordering a lot of unnecessary stuff on Amazon lately. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. And buying shoes that I don't need. You gotta stop doing that. But I also am, you know, just staying in the know of what's happening around the world. And that's what we are gonna talk about here in our Broadway section. Yeah. So first up, let's talk about six nine. Or as Oh, we can't <laughs> oh, let's all right, let's break it down. Very problematic. Yes. Very problematic. Well, yeah, this is not this is not a hee hee joke. This is like a real person with that stage name. Yeah. So if you don't know who Six Nine is, his stage name is Takashi Six Nine. A lot of the young people love him. Correct. Um, he is problematic to some. Well, most a, understanding. Yeah, most people. Correct. He fused with a lot of people. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He was in jail for almost a year. He is out. He got released April 2nd. And it has been nonstop just trolling. And trolling. Trolling on Instagram, trolling on Twitter. Do we care if he's out or not? I truly do not. <laughs> he uh, reminds me of a light bright, honestly. If anyone has seen a photo of this guy, you know that he looks like. Um, do you remember like growing up when you would go to the ice cream shop and you would get the ice cream that was called like the Superman ice cream yes. and it was like red and yellow and blue and like he's very he's like that in human form. Yeah. Tons of tattoos on his face. If you're listening to this and you're near a device where you can look on a search engine, you should just type in Takashi six nine. It doesn't matter how you spell it because when you type that together, Google will say, Oh yeah, this motherfucker. So <laughs> whenever you look it up, it's gonna be very easy to see what he looks like. And literally he has rainbow colored hair. He does. And he for like, me his grill is also like his rainbow. Gr- it's yeah. like fruity pebbles in your mouth. Well he had a hit song with the queen herself, Nicki Minaj. It was called Fifi right before he went to jail. So that's probably how a lot of you youngsters know him. And then he had a he had a song with Kanye called "I Love It" or something. No, that was that's a different one. That's a different light bright. We'll get to him later. Wait, who's the other one? It's not him. Um, but he did. He does have a, a song with Kanye. It's called um, "Shoot." Uh, what's that boy's Mama. name? Mama. It's called Mama. What's the other boy's name? I'm thinking of Gucci Gang guy. I don't know. You know what I'm talking I don't, about? We'll look him up later. The, regardless, these new rappers look the same. They sound the same. <laughs> I need them to be original because I am not subscribed to anything they do. Um, I know he went to jail for like some really messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a, he's an informant now. Mm-hmm. So he works with the federal government on trying to get rappers into jail. Like That means he, that he was a snitch. In other, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's out of jail. 
So a lot of the rappers, a lot of the rappers like 50 Cent and French Montana, all of those, they have distanced themselves away from him Correct. because he is a informant, snitch, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he came out with a song yesterday, um, May 8th. Could, could, yeah. not, could not tell you what We it don't was. know what it is, but he has trolled Instagram and Twitter and was like, I'm back. How many people can say that they work with the government and they back on top? I mean... Not he his Instagram did get 1.7 million views. So he also had a billboard in Times Square announcing the new single. Uh, and in case you did not know, New York is like the epicenter <laughs> of the COVID nineteen pandemic. So like, there's, there's no nobody one there. outside to yeah. see the damn billboard. So congrats on wasting all that money. Thank hey, you. I mean, Stop. pop off. Hey, if you look like a light bright, you think like a light bright. Oh, Ain't that bright? If you know what I'm saying. But yeah, that is that's it. I mean, I I here's the thing. I kind of like his music, kind of. He's wow. problematic, but I oh, feel I, I feel like it's funny. It's funny to me. Like I don't have to say, oh, it's just funny to me. And he's just problematic. It is what it is. I have a very hard time taking him seriously, and he there probably doesn't want to be taken seriously by the way he looks and appears. Like I remember back when. Kind of like these gimmicky rappers like Riff Raff. Like, I remember him tiptoeing in my Jordans. That was a good song. Yeah. And Jody High Roller and Riff Raff, same person. But there was a gimmick, but he also took himself as a gimmick. This Takashi 6ix9ine guy is doing the absolute most, going to jail for like a really messed up. Because it had to do with like sexual misconduct Mm -hmm. and like drugs drugs and like rape and with everything that they did. The reason that he was out of jail was due to the COVID-19, the COVID-19 yeah. pandemic. He was begging to get out of jail early, and now he's on house arrest for um, a pretty long time. And so we'll see what happens. Obviously, yeah. he's not going on tour anytime soon. Because we'll keep you updated with uh, little Mr. Six Nine. I mean, here. we really don't have to, but you know, if TJ wants to provide that info, that's great. I will provide commentary. But yeah, I, well, I mean, I know what commentary you would love to provide, Miss Taylor Swift. Yes, guys, um, there is some really big news coming out for all my Swifties out there that are listening. Now, I'll give you just a bit of background on this. Taylor Swift used to be someone that I was not a fan of. Um, of course, after a few years of regret and some stuff that I've sent to her through social media with apologies. I've come to realize her music is very enjoyable and I am a fan of it, putting that disclaimer out there. Taylor Swift has recently announced that she is going to be premiering a concert film called City of Lover, which was shot in Paris, France, uh, back in September of 2019. Oh, wow. And this concert is going to be something for like fans to obviously take part of mm-hmm. and Rejoin the celebration of this newest album from her, which has been a platinum selling album, and a lot of great things have come out of this. Just platinum? Uh, I'm sorry. I think it's done. It's multi platinum. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. So cool. she's got a couple couple different platinums on that album. However, awesome. Um, this is premiering on ABC, and then the following day it'll be available on Hulu and Disney Plus because. They're all together. Because her last special was on Netflix. Netflix. So she's got stuff on Netflix. Taylor, you're a feisty girl. She worked with Apple Music at first, Mm -hmm. then Netflix, and now she has gone on to Hulu, Disney Plus, and ABC. So she's 
globally through all the networks like covering her bases which is really awesome right. to see and I think Taylor Swift is a very smart businesswoman. She's been very vocal about she how really she wants to be in complete control of her music and her masters. And so she's, you know, really excited to share this with her fans. She announced it on Good Money America and like fans were freaking out because leading up to this announcement, she posted on her Instagram saying not much going on, which is a reference of when she wore a t-shirt during her album Red, which came out like a few years back. And it honestly, for me, is one of her best works of music because that was when she crossed over to the pop world from country. And so a lot of people were speculating because in case you didn't know, Taylor Swift loves to like drop these Easter eggs and all these clues for fans to try to speculate, like try to figure out like what her next move is going to be. And so, like, she drops hints in her music videos and all throughout her albums. And so, there always was something happening through videos that go to May 8th. So, everyone was like, what's happening on May 8th? Is she announcing a new single for this album? Is she announcing, like, something special? Like, nobody knew. But on May 8th is when she announced this concert film. So, the concert um, is going to be, like, an hour-long special. It's going to take a couple of the songs I don't think it'll be the full set list because she performed 16 songs back in September in Paris at this arena that only hold what well, was like more like a theater it only hold 2,000 people and through that it was all uh, an acoustic set like there's no pyro there's no costume changes like um, I was reading on Variety's website the only thing that was colorful throughout this performance was like her red lipstick which so um, there was no lights, anything? Well, like, there was, like, stage lights. But it wasn't, like, fireworks or anything correct. like that. Okay. Yeah, so so and, it was very acoustic. Yes, and okay. very, like, intimate show. And I think it was a contest where she flew people out from over 37 different countries to come to Paris to watch it, like, as big fans. Because she's got a lot of a lot of fans. She's obviously sold out stadiums and all that. Mm-hmm. So she's got a lot of support from her fans. Um, but through this concert, she performed 16 songs. So, if you think about it, within an hour, it's maybe going to be somewhere between like eight and ten songs at the most, okay. I would imagine. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if she released like um, that as a, a live album, because she yeah. hasn't released one in a while. Now, for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift recently has been in some issues with Scooter Braun, who is like management of Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande <laughs> oh and he he bought the masters of her music that from a... Scott um, from Big Machine oh, God. and when that was happening Taylor was very vocal about that happening and you know up until this announcement for the concert film they also like Big Machine tried to secretly release a, a small live album set that she did at like a music choice sound studio back in 2008 that featured very few songs that's very disrespectful and they were doing that in a means to gain more streams mm-hmm. to get more money Shade. because of COVID-19 and you know music industry not you know progressing as much right now right. so when they released it Taylor told all of her fans like just so you know this is what's happening and it got no more than 300 streams when it was released. So that's, that's good. That's, that's really good, good for, for fans to take note of that and be like, well, hell no, I'm not streaming that. 
So um, <laughs> that was really cool to see. But now what fans are doing is they are speculating that Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, because they've mended their feud from back in the day. Yeah, and I remember that, feud, that. Well, with that feud, you know, they made up on You Need to Calm Down. Mm-hmm. Music when she was in the music video with Taylor Swift. And people were like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> people went bananas. And so now Katy Perry just recently announced this single that's coming out on From May her 15th. Album. Her fifth album, uh, the single is called Daisies. So oh, we might have a maybe okay, something a collab because when Taylor Swift were making some social media posts the same day as Katy Perry, mm-hmm. she was wearing a sweater that had daisies on it. <laughs> so the fans are those like, two. The oh fans my are freaking out. And then what adds fuel to the fire is that this concert film is happening immediately after the season finale of American Idol. Which Katy Perry is a judge oh, on. Oh, that's right. And she's still pregnant, too. She is pregnant. Um, she has hidden her pregnancy for a while, but then she finally came out on social media and shared that. So, yeah, the fans are going crazy. And I think it during this time where people are, like, stuck at home and they find their online community with their music faves, like, this is a really cool thing to see. So, a lot of people are excited for whatever this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think... I'm looking forward to seeing this concert film. Lover's a pretty good album. And yeah, like it's it's gonna be amazing. And I'm really excited to share my review in a future episode of Beasts from the Six One Five. Well, we'll have to be watching. Oh maybe we can watch that together. We should. We maybe should. a live we'll review definitely. or something. You know, never know what's in the cards there. Speaking of what to watch while we're at home and it's supposed to be quarantine. Uh-huh. Um not for some people, but for us, because um, <laughs> some people can't fucking listen. <laughs> Shit, I have been catching up on some good TV, mm. particularly a new documentary okay. that involves uh, none other than the Jumpman his, himself, Drake. No, that's a, that the first Jumpman, the first Jumpman, future, the first Jumpman. I don't basketball. Um, Michael Jordan. There you Shit. So I've been watching this documentary called The Last Dance. Now I'm only on episode two, but I cannot wait until I get caught up. Uh, as long as I'm just waiting for Dark TV to like get give me the the more, most of the episodes because it is literally like. They have all six episodes, but they're not releasing them like they're supposed oh. to. So they're a little late. But The Last Dance is about Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, and Scottie Pippen. And a whole bunch of, hold on, hold yeah. on, a whole bunch of Chicago Bull players at their prime okay. in the 90s, okay? Which I so love it, that. Yes, because I was a big Chicago, like, like when I was little, like the Chicago Bulls, like they were my team. I didn't even know. I just wanted a Chicago Bulls jersey, and my that. uncle bought me one. Oh, for real? Come on, Bobby now. Won. Come on. Yes. But it docu- it documents how Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and uh, Dennis Rodman were basically faced to guide the team into the okay. national championships. So it talks about Michael Jordan's family, how mm-hmm. basically in his family, you had to fight if you wanted to, if you want the top spot. Like, they would literally be outside. Like, if you were, they were playing basketball, any type of sports... His brothers would get angry and they would literally fight. And like fist fight? Fist fight. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a, you know, if you wanted to be somebody, you had to prove, they had to prove to their dad that, you know. They were ready. They were, they were ready. 
Wow. Yeah. And what I find so fascinating about Michael Jordan when he was talking about in the episode, the second episode, is that he had to guide the team. And he would get so mad at his other teammates, he would literally lash out at them and wouldn't care. He would not apologize. I mean, you know, it's sports. It's NBA. You know, Mm -hmm. we all have our moments, but... It literally documents him like telling his teammates, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Get your ass on over there!" Like, man, I don't fucking told you once. <laughs> like, I was, I, I was like, damn, like he, he's a beast. And I've also like at least because I've not watched the documentary. It's okay. Well, well, I won't give too much away, but because I'm still on the second episode, right? But I do. After we talk about this, I do have a bit of an exciting announcement that you don't know yet. So, okay. like, I just spoke up for that, but. Um, with this, like I have seen online that a lot of people have said that, you know, this paints Michael Jordan as not being a nice guy, which I've always, Mm -hmm. I think all of America has seen Michael Jordan as like, oh, he's like the world's greatest basketball player of all time. So he's got to be a great guy. And then this documentary shows that like, he really wasn't that nice, but he proved why he was one of the greatest basketball players of all time due to his dedication to and the success. drive that he had. Yeah. yeah. So because sometimes, like he even said it in the documentary, you know, you either want success or do you want to be just a nice guy? Right. And like, I me coming from like when when he first said it, I was like, what the fuck is he mm-hmm. talking about? And uh-huh. then I look at it, I'm like. I know exactly what he means. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be the... Usually, a lot of the nice guys finish last. Yeah. So, if you want something, you have to... You, you can't think about it emotionally. You just have to go for it. hmm Now, <laughs> Scottie Pippen was his best friend. Yeah, they were when, like... They were, they were real tight. Yeah. Now, Scottie Pippen, on his his side, because they do each one of them, they'll, sh- they'll shoot Michael Jordan, and then they'll go to Scottie Pippen, uh-huh. and they talk about each other. So I haven't got to Dennis Rodman oh. yet, because that's in the third episode. Oh, Dennis and Rodman I can't, shook the table. <laughs> he was a lot to handle, but Scottie Pippen, he was the number two on the Chicago Bulls, like in stats. Oh, okay. But he was one of the lowest paid players in the NBA. Why? So he had signed, and when he was talking about it, he had signed a seven-year, $18 million deal. I mean, it's and a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but when your best friend is getting $60, $70 million. <laughs> it seems a little bit. <laughs> and like when he was signing the contract, the, his lawyers were like, I wouldn't sign that. Even Jerry Crusoe, he's, he's, he's gone now, mm-hmm. but... He literally told Scottie Pippen, hey, I wouldn't sign that if I was you. Yeah. And Scottie Pippen was like, well, I need the money. I got to support my family. Hey. And he was like, dude, you got to bar- like, bargain with them. He was like, you got to show them your stats. He was like, nah, man, I just need the money. So he signed the seven-year deal. Wow. And yeah, so his story is still like folding because he went to other teams. But okay. so sooner I get the episodes in, I oh, I cannot wait to tell y'all that like, more stuff about this because this documentary I, at first I didn't think I was going to like it uh-huh. but after the first episode I was like shit let me tune on in this <laughs> shit <laughs> well I anytime I think about Michael Jordan I automatically think to the shoes and how like how he in that that's coming up in the future episodes how he in Adidas he had a contract with a, he was going to sign with Adidas uh-huh. but then Adidas didn't want him 
Well, at the last minute. <laughs> so that's how Nike became the big, you know, behemoth that it is now. Correct. So it's coming in future episodes. Um, so I'm going to watch it this Sunday on mm-hmm. ESPN. Okay. So because they go in chronological order, so I'm going to try to get in there so I don't have to watch it on demand. Right. And yeah. so I think with um, with what he talks about, the like with learning about Jordans and the shoes, like obviously during this extra time that I have right now, I've spent so much time, like I said earlier, getting unnecessary shoes and I've learned about the shoe game and like how mm-hmm. crazy people are about Jordans and like And a lot of people blame him they, for like just like building up killings, the hype. Yeah, building yeah, building up the hype. Yeah. yeah He's got a lot of bad press about people that. have died over those shoes. Yep. People are getting scammed mm-hmm. out of those shoes. So yeah, a lot of controversy around that. But um one thing thinking you know, since we are talking about a sports documentary, I thought that I would be the first to break the news to you that I am kind of taking on a new role here on Views from the 615. I am going to now, I've, I kind of made this decision, I think that this is the year that I am going to get into watching sports. <laughs> Like, stop. Stop. Like, stop it. I stop. No. No. And, but I'm going to start off slow. You so got... Oh I'm God, thinking... Tanner, you don't know what you're getting yourself I into. I think I'm going to watch football this year. Like, I really... I want to watch the NFL games. I would say start off... I start off basketball first. Basketball's too busy. It's okay. too much going on All throughout right. the week. Football, I've kind of put the schedule out on oh my, my mind because... Put, like NFL football is like Monday, Thursday, and Sundays, um, and then college football is on Saturdays mm-hmm. for the most part. And Saturdays that's kind of like fun because I think college football just moves like super fast, and I have to figure out like what college football team I'm gonna root for and like what NFL team I'm gonna root for. I know I'm here in Nashville, so Titans should be my first mm-hmm. pick, but there may be a couple of teams I want to root for. So well, hold on, now. I'm very excited. To let everyone know that this is my year where I'm going to be reporting on football on Views from the 615. So stay tuned to that. It should be a lot of fun because I obviously know very little about Shit. sports. Well, you know what? I wish all the luck in the world to you because guess Thank what? <laughs> I'll be doing something else. <laughs> well, like they say on the football field, put me in, coach. There you go. Speaking of coaches... And putting yourselves in. What are we going into next, sir? Friends, we are in the over stretch of RuPaul's Drag Race. I know I talk about this frequently on the show. And this time, I'm here to announce that finally we have our All-Stars 5 cast. In case you're new to what Drag Race is, they're men in dresses. They do a fantastic job. They can lip sync. And they can walk in high heels. And they also... Bring the drama to the television, and I live for that. So, All Stars Five originally was going to be on Showtime, mm-hmm. but a lot of fans were sharing. Actually, I don't have Showtime. I don't have a subscription to Showtime. I really would like for All Stars to be on VH1, like yeah. it has been. After a lot of outcry from the audience, it was just announced that All Stars Five is now going to go to VH1. But Showtime wasn't even like Showtime's not even that. Never mind. Sorry. It was. It was. I guess it got negotiated. I don't really yeah. know, but all I know is that it's going to be on VH1. I'm That's very good. excited really to good. know 
um, that this is I'm able to still watch it because I do not have a Showtime subscription. But um, All Stars Five, it looks like the cast is going to be amazing. We've got queens um, from pretty much all different areas of the show's history. We've got a queen from season one. Her name is Angina. Oh, and she's great. She's bald, and she normally doesn't wear wigs, so I love that. There also is um, one of my favorites, Shea Coulee. Oh, she is on season nine of Drag Race, and she is my like pick. I think she's gonna win. You've also got Miss Cracker from season ten. Is she white? She is. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she is white. Um, you got Blair St. Clair. Okay. Like she also name. is from season. She's from season ten, just like Miss Cracker, okay. and then um, Alexis Mateo. She's from season three. Mm-hmm. Her catchphrase is "Bam." She's from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Bam. Okay. Bam. Um, you've got Mariah Balenciaga. Oh. She's from season three as well. She also is from Atlanta. Okay. So she is bringing the drama. Well, Balenciaga. That makes there sense. There you go. Um, and then you've also got like Juju B. Who is on there? She's from season two. She is a very big fan of fried chicken. She talks about that a lot on this show. No, hold on. She, she loves fried chicken. Mayhem Miller is on there. She's gotten a lot of flack for her entrance um, for this because people saw her outfit and it was actually discovered that she got her outfit off of Amazon. <laughs> And it was only $20 on Amazon and people are trying to like say, oh, she's a cheap queen, da, da, da. And she was like, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> fuck off. And so she is like standing her like, yeah, girl. Yeah, like we she's claiming like, herself as queen of Amazon. There you go. Like, there you go. Like step up in it. So I love that. I'm really excited for her because I think she left far too early on her season, mm-hmm. which was season nine or season 10, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, tons of great talent there on the show I'm very excited to see what happens um, it looks like it's going to be fantastic yeah. and uh, yeah I will try to keep you guys updated on that as much as I can But and I uh, will definitely keep you guys updated on The Last Dance which mm. shows on ESPN this Sunday um, and pretty soon it will be on Netflix so it's the ESPN oh is it going to be on it, Netflix? Mm-hmm. Really? it's, oh, gonna, it's an ESPN Netflix uh, combination maybe so. once it's on Netflix I'll be able to just sit yeah, down and really, watch yeah. it pop mm-hmm. my popcorn yeah. and have a good time there and you know football season's coming up oh so my gosh I gotta figure, oh my gosh you know what I've got to figure out what um like what shirts I'm gonna get, and like if I can get a jersey. Don't, please don't spend all that money. What it's a lot. It's a lot of money to be a what fan. What if I put like a decal on my car? No, it's cool. fine. It's fine, Tanner. I don't know. It's fine, Tanner. Awesome. Okay. Well, I, I mean, with that being said, I think that's everything we have for you guys today here uh, on the episode. Again, don't forget follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Views Six One Five Pod and. If you have anything that you want us to talk about, or if you have any questions you'd like us to discuss, please send us some questions. Send us your dirty laundry. We want to put all your stuff out there. <laughs> Not your then, dirty laundry. Yes, like I want to share the I want to share the high oh guys out there. So yes, email us at view615pod at gmail.com. Um, and we would love to do that. If you want to be anonymous, Feel free to be anonymous, but I think that would be we'll keep you anonymous. So much fun, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's all we have for you here today on Views from the Six One Five, and we hope that you are enjoying this. We'd love your feedback. And my name is Tanner, and my name is TJ, and this has been Views, Views from the Six One Five. We out. Views from the Six One Five, hosted by Tanner and TJ.
executive produced by Just Ben, and also audio engineered by Summer. Thanks again for listening to Views from from the the 615. 615.